You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Hello, I'm Franco Luna Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka News, Balitang Thinking, Hindi Breaking. In this episode, Director General Bantag had a clear motive to effect the murders. For Percy Lapid, it was continued expose by the latter of the issues against the former on his show, Lapid Fire. We follow the investigation into the murder of radio man Percy Mabasa, and we ask, what's wrong with our prison system? They were called into the office and the conversation was very brief. Napakagsi lang, sinabi, Okay, may trabaho tayo, tarungin mo lang dito kay Lord Number One. Then they went out of the office. Ito na si Lord Number One, nag-brief yun sa other. Okay, they will do the job, the project to kill Percy Lapid, but they have to scour for a killer or a gunman. And the and funding. And they have to pull their money okay. uh, to give it as budget to the You just heard Attorney Berteni Kausing in an interview over One News sa Totoo Lang. He's the legal counsel of the family of Percival Mabasa, a.k.a. Percy Lapid, who was shot by motorcycle-riding gunmen in Las Piñas. Kausing was talking about inmates who were commissioned by an official of the Bureau of Corrections to do the deed. The investigation into Lapid's killing took countless twists and turns, starting with the confession of the supposed gunman, Joel Escorial. Now Escorial turned himself in and said the order to kill Lapid came from inside the new Bilibid prison. But the most damning revelation so far? It was officials from the Bureau of Corrections, not other inmates, who masterminded the October 3 murder. At a press conference on November 7, the National Bureau of Investigation said it traced the order all the way to no less than suspended Bureau of Corrections Chief Gerald Bantag. Here's how NBI investigator Eugene Javier explained their findings. The sworn statements of the PDL show PDL stands for persons deprived of liberty or jailed inmates. Show a clear and direct line of communication from Director General NDS Ozulweta to Denver Mayores who communicate with Alvin Labra who then coordinated with uh, Alvin Galicia who then orchestrated and executed the killing of Percy Lapid through his gang members and his gang members' contacts on the outside, ultimately ending with gunman Joel Escorial and his group. That's right. The order went through six people, including members of the Bilibid gangs, before it finally got to Escorial. 
And when Escorial turned himself in, the gangs turned on each other and murdered June Villamar, the alleged middleman who was tasked to look for a hitman on the outside. The most relevant portion of the exchange reads, and I quote, Te, ingatan mo itong sasabihin ko. Ilabas mo lang ito pag namatay ako dito. Kailangan walang makaalam nito hanggat buhay pa ako. Pag nawala ako, iparating keda Joel na ang sugo tulo na Commander Didi, Sputnik, Happy Go Lucky, at BCJ. Tikang sa opisina ang sugo sa era, Commander Aldrin, Commander Labra, Commander Alfie. That was the last text of William Moore to his sister. He feared for his life once news broke that Escorial had name-dropped him before the media. He knew what Escorial's confession meant, and the NBI said he didn't struggle when he was suffocated by gang members with a plastic bag. And so on November 7th, the NBI and Philippine National Police filed murder raps against Bantag and his security director Ricardo Zulueta. But the problems in the Bucor don't end there. We're pausing for a quick break now when we return more on the larger implications of the Bucor conspiracy. This is an exceptional case. None of these people would have talked if General Bantag remained as the head of the Bucor. The fear of General Bantag is just tremendous and unbelievable from the eyes of these PDLs. The beer, the beer that was found, that was surrendered by the people, the drugs, the computers, the telephones, the weapons inside Bilibid is a very, very strong indication of the presence of a criminal organization with a centralized purchasing system, a centralized way of doing contraband selling and contraband work within a prison system. I think that that itself would tell you that there is a criminal organization lurking within. We will study it and we maybe we can know how long this has been going on. But definitely, there has been criminal activity going on inside the National Believed Prison. That was just the Secretary Boying Remulia. He says the case all comes down to Bantag and his influence. But Eugene Javier of the NBI says this exposes a larger problem in the correction system. It was found that DG Bantag's people were from BJMP. They were absorbed from BJMP into Bucor and were given very high ranks despite their low ranks in BJMP. The investigation has brought to light the institutionalization of a criminal organization within the government. This will be the cause of many reforms in government. Prison reform expert Raymond Narag, who studied the new Bilibid prison, also says this is no isolated case. He says there are major structural, organizational, and cultural issues within Bilibid, one of the few remaining mega-prison facilities in the world. Here's Nadag on One News the Chiefs. Ideally, that by the Bucor Manual, there will be one guild, a prison officer for every seven PDLs or persons deprived of liberty. Pero in reality, tumatakbuyan ngayon ng 1 is to 80. Sometimes in some other shifts, 1 is to 120 and in certain shifts, 1 is to 500. So overcrowded na, kulang pa ng mga personnel. According to Raymond, a mega prison in the United States, for instance, has a population of more than 1,000. But here, it's home to 28,000 persons deprived of liberty, or PDLs. In January, it posted a 114% congestion rate. And size is one thing, 
but the congested jails are also managed by understaffed bureaus. It's a lethal mix that Raymond says leads to a culture that only breeds gangs and eventually corruption. There are 13 gangs in Bilibid as of press time. Two of the biggest ones, the Sputnik Gang and the Batang City Jail Gang, had members who were involved in the killing of Lapid and Villamar. So it becomes part of the culture of the inmates and it sometimes affects the culture of the guards. Mm-hmm. And the guards sometimes perpetuate the system kasi yun lang ang alam nilang pamamaraan ng pamamalakad ng tulungan. That's not just a theory, mind you. Bureau of Corrections Officer in Charge Gregorio Katapang Jr. has admitted it. Bilibid's prison guards could be the ones sneaking contraband into the facility. And the Bucor, which manages Bilibid and seven other penal facilities around the country, isn't the only agency with this problem. In July 2022, the Bureau of Jail Management and Penology also posted a 387% congestion rate. That was already down from 450% in 2019, which at the time meant that six prisoners occupied the space of four square meters, which was meant for one detainee. Raymond Nadag, who actually advises the DOJ, says the solution is to build more and smaller regional detention facilities. Kung kaya't kung mayroon tayong regional prisons, maiwasan natin yung pagkakaroon ng mga territorial gang-based dito sa Bilibid na ito. And pangatlo, makakatulong ito sa pamamalakad ng kulungan. Kapag mas maliit kasi ang kulungan natin, mas may sasagawa natin yung tinatawag na principles of effective correctional management. Yung principles na ito is dapat mayroon kang proper classification ng inmates based on their risk and need factors. And then bibigyan mo sila ng tamang programa. The problem is, the BGMP is perennially underfunded. But that's a story for another day. That was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.